This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Hello. Happy day whenever you're listening to this. Let's get right into it. Let's talk about Southern Charm. Man, I'm enjoying this season. It is wild. I feel like this was quite the explosive episode. And what's crazy is like, I remember the story leaking while they were on a cast trip. And it, like the, all the headlines that they're like, we're seeing their live reactions to, we were all getting that as well and being told they're on a cast trip right now. What's interesting is the way it like leaked and the way some of us thought about it, that it kind of almost sounded like as it was coming out in that moment months ago, it was like Austin and Taylor hooked up on that trip. It's sort of the way it was like portrayed to some of us fans as it came out. Yeah. Um, so I looked up the date. So for those of you curious, like timeline wise, it's was March 8th. So obviously we're pushing out nearly closer to a year almost um since it's been written or when that was filmed but i kind of love not that i i mean we all love the scandal watching bravo but being able to see people react to things in real time um during filming and having a reaction to an article like that was i we see that a lot more on housewives i feel um we got a bit of that obviously from scandal to an extent more so the aftermath but yeah. for this i know this is not scandal but just this type of show, well, I kind of like them reacting to it. What's crazy is so scandal. I just looked it up. Like it, on the evening of March 3rd is when the Watch What Happens Live with Raquel, Sheena, Ariana finding out happened. This is happening March 8th. I remember hearing from some of them saying had scandal not happened, their season would have seemed even more like wild and crazy. But because we've like basically seen the craziest thing and lived it already, like this kind of feels it still feels wild, but it doesn't feel as big. But I'm sure the cast, as this was happening, like it's already come out, like they're, they've already filmed Taylor, you know, kind of having to talk to Olivia, Olivia finding out, like they've already filmed all that, but like they already know this has happened. I have to like, I almost wonder if some of them were like pissed when Scandal happened because they're like, well, now our season's not going to seem. Yeah, but it's still good. The season still is very good. It's great. I have really, we've had a few notes along the way, but I think it's been really, really great. Uh, let's talk about Taylor of it all. I mean, honey, child. So they split into two groups. Some some people are going to the hole <laughs> and some people are going to the falls. And the group that are at the hole is Taylor, Madison, Austin, and Craig. And Taylor is like talking about the article and she's just like over it. She's having a little bit of like victim mentality, if I'm I was being honest, say, throughout how this. All of a sudden, like she's wanting people to like check in on her is a little surprising. So she's having a bit of mental, like, or sorry, victim mentality here. But Craig, I love that he was like, but you kissed her boyfriend. Like, hello. I, know. I love <laughs> like, that he was like trying to be nice. Like, you know, like he's like saying, like, you hooked up with her, like, boyfriend like because she was like i just want to be friends again and i feel like he was kind of like do you understand like it's not gonna go back to ever the way it it was um yeah and it was it was taylor's whole mentality is off to me too because i'm like girl not that you're not allowed to go out and have fun but the night before you're spitting like tequila shots into jt's mouth you're up till four or five a.m 
drinking vuv and talking and all these things like I don't, and then you're devastated and you want your friend back. Like, I mean, not that she has to like sit and sulk the whole season and like, oh my God, poor me. I'm just going to apologize. But like, we're having a lot of like extremes and like emotional roller coasters for somebody that like is part of the reason why this happened. Yeah. This is a moment where she's showing her age. I don't know. I think Taylor's like, what, 25? This is very 25 year old behavior. No, she was older. We looked it up last time. Um, Hold on. I think she's 29. Oh, you're right. She is much older. I keep thinking she's like 29. Yeah. She, but she is. She's 29 years old. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, shit. I, I can even So I don't that. feel like this age is... is like, I'm like, girl, you know better. You've lived a life. Like, you. You you know better, girl. Yeah. So we get to the dinner. You know, we they each have their fun. We get like fun little anecdotes here or there. Uh, we get to this restaurant, Miss T's. I always die because this reminds me of a time I went to Mexico and me being Latina and saying all this is like so embarrassing. So I went to Mexico for a wedding and um, we were staying at a very touristy like area, like the places where you can go shopping. That is, it's definitely. Like you go to downtown, but it's like the tourist downtown. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm speaking Spanish. I like go to, up to a restaurant. I'm like, oh, it's authentico. See, si? <laughs> restaurante. Mexicano authentic. Like I'm trying to like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, they're saying yes, it's an authentic Mexican restaurant. And it wasn't. I mean, yeah. it was just another Mexican restaurant in this touristy spot that was less busy. But it made me laugh like with Craig and them. They're like, oh, this is authentic. This is authentic. Because yeah. I feel like any place who says they're authentic likely are not authentic. So yeah. note to self when looking for <laughs> authentic food i always ask that. people um if you want to have like true authentic when you're somewhere ask like the staff like where where do you eat on your days off like i don't care how far away it is and like usually then you'll get that but i agree like this i'm sure it's a great place but it, i'm i don't think this is like the jamaican best kept secret oh yeah i'm also like craig said i'm a big app guy i'm also a big app gal i love i love a meal of apps yeah me too love an app so i'm here for it but the crux of the conversation is is a lot of eavesdropping. So you have on one end of the Taylor table, Taylor and Shep are having a conversation. Shep, I'm actually agreeing with him in this moment. He's like, hey, you just need to apologize. So condescending. The way he, he is. like, I can't handle him acting as if he I like I do feel like he forgets the way he treated Taylor when they were dating. It doesn't like give him an excuse. Now that Taylor fucked up, it doesn't mean like, oh, now everything you did was warranted and okay. Like this holier than thou shop is almost as hard to stomach as victim Taylor. That is fair. However, I did like appreciate him saying, just apologize. All yeah. you have to say is, I'm sorry I did this and just say, I'm sorry. Just say that. Yeah. Versus like her, like, oh, I'm not, I can't physically and emotionally. Yeah, why was she like this? crying so much? I was like, you made out with Austin. It leaked. I'm sorry it leaked. You didn't want it to, but like you did it. So I feel like some of that also could have been like hangover. Crying, drinking too. i don't know yeah <laughs> like all the things so that's happening so madison was like cracking me up because austin's next to her and he madison he's trying to talk to her yeah, yeah. <laughs> madison's like you're making it obvious i'm trying to eavesdrop and so then next to madison and across from austin the next duo it's olivia i think it's olivia and craig and craig is like talking to her mm -hmm. and like trying to get like so how are you feeling? I'm mad. They're like obviously talking about Austin without including Austin in the conversation. That person, but I will say like I give Craig a lot of credit because 
he hadn't really seen Olivia yet in the day. You know, a lot of them did their own thing in the morning and then they were on separate buses. So he, I think it is coming from a place of like, I know this has been going on. Everyone's been talking, but I want to check in on you. I thought it was like kind of nice of him to be at least concerned about Olivia. So he's trying to talk to Olivia, like get what she's feeling and being upset. And then they're clearly talking about Austin. And then all hell breaks loose. Well, no, then Olivia is told from Leva, you need to talk to JT. He knows what's going on. So she moves down to the other end of the table, switches with Rod. And then she's talking to JT and he's kind of saying like, they've had multiple sleepovers. I don't like she, you know, she's told me this. Um, I, that part of it was like really interesting to me. Cause like, I mean, and they cut to her saying that to JT, it's not like he's making this up. He's basically like, this is aired. This is like out there. Like she said it on camera that she had multiple sleepovers with him. Yeah. So then it turns into the big explosive dinner fight, which seemed like it was going to be like almost a triangle on the two ends on the same side. We've got, Olivia and Taylor. And then in the middle, we have Austin. And so it's kind of like all of them not yet. I mean, it's Olivia yelling at Austin. She's not really engaging with Taylor. No, she's not engaging with Taylor. Taylor's like crying in the end. Then we have Austin, who's like literally just being yelled at at everyone. Craig and his confessional is like, Austin is just like at this point, used to get mad. And he's like, maybe the therapy's working, but he's just like taking it to some extent. However, I him him just sitting there. And kind of deflecting and not just apologizing. At the end of the day, uh, you know, all people want to hear are three magical words. I am sorry. And that can solve a lot of fights on reality television. But people do not do that. So, and then, you know, then we have Shep coming in, um, um, giving like a toast. Yeah, he gives a weird toast. But what's his beef with Craig? That was like kind of odd to me. So, yeah, Shep comes in, tries to get a toast. Craig's, like, pissed off. He's like, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to, like, we're trying to work something out here. Then he starts to go off on him, saying, like, we don't really know the truth, and then throws out the cheating allegation. I think Shep, as you've pointed out, is Mr., like, holier than thou, condescending as fuck, and doesn't like to be challenged. And is I feel like he talks to Craig and a lot of the cast members like they're little kids. Well, and I think he's feeling threatened by the fact that, like, Craig was sort of this, like, you know, 25-year-old failing at, you know, becoming a lawyer, couldn't really get anything going. And now Craig has a successful business. He is a lawyer. He's kind of everyone's favorite on the show and has a successful relationship with Paige that doesn't seem to really come under fire. Although I don't think it's fair that Shep said, you get off, you know, scot-free because she's not here. I'm like, well, he's filmed three different, like he's, it comes up on summer house and then they were on winter house twice. Like, I don't think it's fair to say that Craig and Paige don't have to talk about their relationship because she's like, wasn't in Charleston as much. Like they talk about it almost at nauseum with all the shows they're on. I mean, it's like, sorry, honey, I'm booked and busy. I'm talking about it and multiple across the coast. Yeah. And about it on like multiple shows here. And also I think Paige is too lazy to cheat on Craig. Like, I think she would say this herself. Like, sure. I don't believe her taking the time to be sneaking around. No. And also, I, she said she hates like texting and flirting and all that stuff. Like, so what, where is she going to find this guy she's cheating on him with? Unless it's somebody we know in the Bravo sphere. Like, I just don't think it's like, and that would have come out. No. And also, Shep, you don't want to go head to head with Miss DeSorbo because if anyone who's not afraid to kind of like eat you up would be her. I kind of wish that she would have called into the reunion just because her yeah. name was brought up. 
Like if I were Craig at the reunion, I'd be like, okay, why don't we call Paige herself? Because she would be just like ready to go and like could defend herself in 10 seconds and shut the whole thing down. But I just thought the whole thing was wild. Um, Also, I laughed at Olivia calling Austin, you're walking bullshit. It's just the whole thing was like amazing. What really stuck with me is in her confessional, Taylor goes, it just feels like everyone is taking Olivia's side. I don't really think in this situation, is there really, are there really sides? Like you, you did something wrong. Like, that's like me saying like, I mean, this is like an extreme, but like if if somebody hits somebody else with a car and everyone has sympathy for the person who was hit by the car, like, that's like me as a driver being like, no one's asking me how I feel about this. It's like, well, you, you did it. Like you caused this. I don't know. I was kind of surprised by her saying like, it just feels like everyone's taking Olivia aside. Why would, why would they not? And let's not forget too. She's still grieving her brother. Like, yes, I honestly, like, I mean, I say this with all due and respect, but like, no better time to throw in, fuck, I've got a brother who just fucking died. Yeah. Oh, do you guys remember? Yeah. Like, right. Yeah, I've been all over the place. Like I get Austin, like some one moment we're cool. Yeah. One moment we're not, but also I am grieving. Yeah. I, you are like, I wonder if that are, got cut. Because I feel like Olivia would have said, like, we were cool when you were there for me because we both have been through something that only the two of us at this table know what that's like. But just because we both lost siblings doesn't mean I'm going to forgive you for all the other shit you did beforehand. Like, boom. Yeah. 100%. Can't wait for what's left to come. A great season of Southern Charm. Let's hop, um, go down south. I'm, like, trying to think of the map here. Let's go down to Miami. Let's talk about the Miami, the opera. Okay, so if I'm being honest, although I fucking hated the storyline of Julia learning opera, seeing her surprise Martino was actually very, very sweet. It was really sweet. Although my only thing I had a problem with was she was like, I couldn't tell you, but when you were mad, I didn't go to your last treatment. It's because I was practicing this opera for you. I don't know. Like a part of me was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I get that you like are doing this as a sweet surprise. But you picked like opera practice for just a, this party over being at her last cancer treatment. I was like, okay, I, if I was Martina, I think I'd still be a little bit upset. Like this was a really sweet thing in theory, but like, I would have much rather had you at my la- last cancer. Treatment. Yeah. It's like, you're kind of digging back your grave. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little strange there, but I actually thought it was really, really sweet of her and I just love, you know, seeing all different kinds of types of relationships. And I think their relationship is very, very sweet. And I think Martina is like a no bullshit person. And I just kind of, I think they balance each other out really yeah, well. Yeah, they are a great balance. And I think they're a great couple. Um, I mean, obviously, they've been together for 15 years. So. Yes, such a great couple. And then within that, we get the whole Lisa and Lenny situation. So Lisa's running late because she called the police. I, yeah, yeah, I just feel bad. This I honestly feel the most bad for Lisa and Lenny's children for like what they have seen and witnessed and honestly, probably what they're absorbing, but Lenny fucking sucks. And his mom, I normally don't like to go after a woman, but no, she's fuck her man. Well, and all these people, like I've said to like, she's made comments on their stuff. And I was like, she is like terrible. Cause I just, I think her mom, his mom could be holding him a little more accountable and could be, just slightly more like the things that she's like saying, you know, like, you know, talking about Lenny's new at the time girlfriend, but now fiance, how like she's going to be such a much, like a much better mother and all these things. 
And look, I get that like Lenny has threatened to like not give his mom money before and like stuff, but like, I don't think she needs to be on the side of being mean to Lisa like that. Like exactly. I was like, that's so unnecessary. Exactly. It's, ugh, it's not even worth it. Someone who could learn from Jenny Aiden, um, school of apology. Gabby Aiden. Gabby. I knew that was wrong. Yeah. As, as I yes. said it. Jennifer Gabby, is not a great apologist. No, she's not. But Gabby Aiden school of apology, which we bring up here a lot. Um, someone who could benefit from it is Larsa. I, like, just say you're sorry. You messed up. Like, the fact that she's, like, doubling down and is like, I don't get why she's still mad at me. And you, she didn't tell me it was incom- like that I wasn't supposed to say anything. And, like, even if someone doesn't say, please don't tell anyone, if it's something like, I'm letting you know I'm pregnant, I'm letting you know I have cancer, I'm letting you know I have a divorce, anything that's, like, really just a major life event to one individual person, unless they say, hey, I've told all the people I need to tell. If you want to let others know that, that's fine. It's not your news to share. Like she shouldn't no. even have to say, say, don't tell anyone. But she did tell her. She's like, keep this in confidence. Like if she should just say, I'm fucking sorry. Yeah. That was a dick move. But instead she's asking questions about like, or well, their tests and like just doubling down on it. And it's just ugly, ugly behavior. Have some yeah. empathy. Go see Erica Jane's therapist. Get yeah. some empathy and learn how to say, I am sorry. I fucked up. It's that simple. Truly. Um, let's talk about this girl's trip that they're about to go on. I, I think it's really annoying when it's clearly a girl's trip and someone's like, well, I can't bring, like, I won't be able to bring Marcus. It's like, come on. No it's not one. a couple's trip. No one wants you to bring your guy. I'll, it I mean, always well, kills the vibe. I don't Alex care how McCord. fucking cool. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Always kills the vibe. No, we don't need a Simon here. I completely agree. Um, all right. Let's talk about Kiki. Just uh, I, would you go to that level of detail and um, I want to say graphicness with friends about sex and the issues it's caused you in the afternoon? My friends are very like open in general. Like I, I'm not embarrassed by that type of talk. Do I talk about my sex life like that? No, but other people around me, like it, it doesn't like weird me out. I, I agree. Don't. It wouldn't weird me out, but I'm not, I wouldn't, I don't know if I, especially like just at a bar. Like where there could be other, like, I don't know. I, that might be something I would talk about like on the phone um, when I know someone's just in their house, but yeah. That doesn't even bother me either. I'm like, eh, whatever. Like, I just am so like, well, it, I wouldn't personally be talking about it myself because I would feel uncomfortable because it's, I don't know, me. But if I had a friend, that wouldn't yeah. bother me so at all. Kiki's just having some some vagina. Some issues. wild sex. After all you know? sex, yeah. Uh, let's talk about Alexis. So Julia, like, kind of said like you know because people are gonna have to share a room and she said something about like sharing the room with alexis and alexis says she would need to ask for permission and she said it a couple times and then ends up not sharing a room with her she decides to share with someone else i do understand why julia was hurt by this because it does feel like because she's a lesbian she would need permission which it's also such a good old like honey just because someone likes the same sex doesn't mean that like someone who's gay or lesbian whatever doesn't mean they're attracted to you <laughs> like it's right. not the same thing like hello like it's 2023 like, yeah i know i was not just, gonna like come on to you like it's so she's happily weird. married like i don't know i have a friend that's a lesbian and i've shared a bed with her and i did not need to feel the need to ask for my husband's permission nor did my husband like when i was like you know said like oh i ended up sharing a room with and i said my friend's name that was it like there was nothing like oh did something happened what you know like come on I feel like this is going to come up at the reunion and I just hope um, 
Alexia is just smart enough to just say, yeah. And just apologize. Just yes, say it was exactly. a small, just say apology. Yeah, it was a small-minded way of thinking about but it. But I could see her going, Teresa. Oh. You know, mm-hmm. she's a Cuban Teresa and, like, fucking that up. But as they go on their way to West Palm Beach, they're all driving in three separate cars, which is interesting than the Sprinter. I don't know if we got no budget yeah, for Yeah, I was like, there. why are we... And they're all driving their own cars. Well, like, the people driving, I was like, well, this is so bizarre. This was the three most different road trips people could possibly have. Like when they all get there and I'm like, oh, would you guys talk about like they, it was very, very different. All three of them. Very different. We have the Lenny mobile, which honestly, I do think Lisa needs to get checked a little bit on that. Like I kind of agree with some of the women there. Like I get it could kind of become a lot. Um, I think their approach could be different, but I get with that. So we have the Lenny mobile. Then we had Adriana, Nicole, and Kiki. That's the one I think I'd want to be in. They're yeah. like dancing and listening to music. The jams, yeah. To Adriana's Miami song. Yeah. And then we had, uh, who was the other one? Julia, Julia, Alexia. And who else was in there? Well, it wasn't. They, I forgot who was in there. Yeah, there was one other. But anyway, um, yeah, their ride was a little bit different. So it's just funny, but yeah, I, I would like to know why they didn't take a sprinter. Yeah, because they said it's two and a half hours. Yeah. I mean, that seems like sprinter van. Like perfect. But maybe distance. after Fartgate, they're like, fuck no, I'm not yeah. doing this. I want to drive around car. Maybe, yeah, maybe they opted out. Who knows? They opted out. So before we get into Beverly Hills, we're going to take a quick little ad break. You've heard me talk about my love for Quince. Their timeless pieces have transformed my closet. So when it comes to dressing my family for the holidays or picking out gifts, you know I am shopping Quince. Quince offers a range of high-quality items with prices within reach, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, cotton sweaters, and comfy pants. With all Quince items, everything is priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. That's why I'm going to give the gift of Quince buttery soft cashmere to my nearest and dearest year by partnering directly with top factories quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us and quince only works with factories that use safe safe ethical and responsible manufacturing practices along with premium fabrics and finishes i love that i've been rocking my cashmere sweater left and right i got this light pink sweater and i've said this to you all before but i'm really trying to invest in pieces that i can add to looking more like a capsule wardrobe um, so I'm re looking at everything in my closet, but I love with this piece specifically that I can dress it up. I can dress it down and it's also not too thick and it, the quality feels so amazing. I always get so many compliments from my friends on it. They're like, Oh my God, you only spent $50 on that. I'm like, yes, that's why you guys get high quality essentials at affordable prices for you and the whole family with Quince. Go to quince.com slash real moms for free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash real moms to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash real moms. How would you like to have more energy, uh, just feel better all around and have more focus? I think this time of year, it's something that we all need, but it's really something that we should be striving for year round. And that's why I'm so excited to have partnered with Dose. Dose is clinically proven to support healthy liver enzyme function based on a double blind study. 
and improves your long-term liver health, supports healthy metabolic function and digestion, and increases energy levels, active energy, and focus. Best of all, it tastes so good. You just take a quick little shot of it, and that's it. Once a day, you're feeling great. I think what's really nice about it is all organic um, ingredients in there, and it's just an easy way to incorporate into your life. You don't have to do anything dramatic. You're not having to like mix a bunch of stuff together for some crazy concoction. One quick little uh, dose of dose and you are good to go. And really, you need to think of your liver as your body's filter. It's in charge of flushing out unwanted elements and breaking down what you consume into essential nutrients. So your liver health is extremely important. Your liver is responsible for over 500 functions daily. So help your liver out. And if you want to give Dose a shot to invest in your health, Dose is offering Real Moms of Bravo listeners 15% off your first order plus an additional 15% off if you subscribe for a monthly delivery. That is 30% off your first order. Go to dose.co slash realmoms and use code realmoms. That's dose.co slash realmoms and use code realmoms. This time of year, there just is nothing better than yummy breads and pastas. Like it just, you're have like, ugh, I don't know. I make pasta way more this time of year on the holidays. I think there's a lot of people who lasagna is like a staple meal for them on Christmas Eve. And the best way to enjoy pastas, um, having fresh pasta or um, ready to bake from frozen breads is with wild grain. I have really been enjoying just the mix of it. I've talked about how we use the waffles as sort of a Sunday, Saturday brunch with my kids. But the other day we were throwing together kind of a kitchen sink uh, type of uh, pasta bake. And my husband was like, oh my gosh, we don't have any bread. Like this would be so good if we had a little bread on the side of it. I'm like, uh, open up the freezer. And then his first thought was, this is going to take way too long. You know, frozen bread often can take like 90 minutes. And I, it was done in 12 to 15 minutes no thawing required. It's like wild grain just gets us. They know when you're busy, you want to just take it right from the freezer, throw it in the oven. How great would this be have on hand when you're hosting, getting ready to attend a holiday get together with family and friends? Super easy. And you can fully customize your wild grain box. So you can get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries that you like. If you want a box of all bread, all pasta, or all pastries, you can have that. For a limited time, you can get $30 off your first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgreen.com slash real moms to start your subscription. You heard me, free croissants in every box. And $30 off your first box when you go to wildgreen.com slash real moms. That's wildgreen.com slash real moms or use promo code real moms at checkout. Dinner from hell, part two or part whatever at this oh, point. Me. but. Man, dinners at Kyle Richard's house continue to deliver. This has been one of the one of my favorite episodes, probably this year that I've watched from Housewives, um, from a comedic relief standpoint. Truthfully, but I saw your note that you're getting a contact high. I mean, I was like watching I, the episode. Either that, or I felt like I should have been high or on something to understand it. I mean, Denise, the fact that she didn't just show up the next time. No, I'm jumping up a jumping a forward a little bit. But she, I mean, she's on something. I, this is more than just, I mean, drunk. The Thank you. You're welcome. Like, are you having a conversation with yourself? Like I, poor Erica, if I would have been her, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to be saying or doing. Watch the show. Like, she handled it. She kept saying, watch yeah. the show. Watch and Erica's the like, show. okay. 
Okay. And truthfully, yeah. she handled it like like I would. And everyone's like, and she kept getting mad that people weren't getting it. But we're we're like, literally, give me an example. She couldn't I mean, even give an example. Yeah. She's like, you know, you know. Um, and then read it with the coat, the whole thing. But like, if that were me, and then the next day I'm going to launch, or a couple of days later, I'm going to launch with people that were there. I would be like, man, I was fucked up, guys. Like, do you know what? Like, <laughs> the fact she strolled in, just like, was well, that was an interesting dinner party, and she's like, Erica's such a fucking bitch. I almost think if I were Crystal, I might have been like, I don't. I, you're allowed to not like Erica and have feelings towards her, but I don't understand how she was a bitch to you at that dinner party. Like, there she was fine. Honestly, she was gracious and nice. If like for some people, they would have just gone off on her, and be like, what the fuck are you trying to say? You're like, you are. Out of your mind. I did love with the Dorit. She's like, Dorit, it's not upside down. Don't do that. Don't, I just so died. We're not upside do down coat yeah. was the most probably my favorite part of the whole thing was so fucking unexpected. And I love that production showed her going into the party with the coat right set up. And yeah. she really thought that Dorit was insulting her by commenting at being upside down. She and, thought like Dorit was trying to imply like yes. something wrong with Denise, which yes. there was. Like, but she was honestly just being nice like she's like yeah. no like what is going on but i feel like everything that denise was doing is because lisa renna wasn't there if all her aggression and anger should go towards lisa renna and everything that like happened yeah i just felt like she was taking it out on erica because erica's close to lisa and it, but it still didn't it's, i still don't get it yeah it's still kind of like i i i also like i don't have memories of erica being directly mean to denise necessarily like i know they weren't best of friends at the re the, her last reunion that they did virtually but like the whole threesome thing like yeah erica was talking about it but so was everyone else like you're only gonna be mad at erica about the threesome so, i mean this was 2019 i know like, that was i'm like denise, let the mouse go i mean move on I, well now I, your daughter's doing only fans i know have, like that, come on I'm you saying. heard about a threesome like your daughter's out there like come on Yes, and no shame, no judgment. I don't want y'all to right. address, but, but like, like just like, in the context of what you're getting mad at, isn't like a you know an Amish child of, that was like their first dinner party, and she's hearing about threesomes. Like, no, this is not the sword to die on, and this anger is to Lisa Renna for the whole brandy of it all. It has nothing to do with any of this shit. I just wish she would own up to that, but that was so funny. I also like Crystal. MVP of like saying what the audience is saying in the sense of Sutton lining up a joint. I mean, I can't with Sutton just this like, I mean, I I think that was my note that I put Sutton is just a walking contradiction. Like she's like in Vegas upset about like the magic mic stuff. Then she's talking about sex books and having sex all night and all these things like the same, like the same evening. And then she's, you know, like doesn't do any, like she's not going to have any of the um, drops in her meals. And like, you know, she is not like she's not into it. And then like takes a joint out. Like, what the hell? And let's, I, I don't want to minimize anyone's health issues, but like her esophagus disorder that she's claiming she has, like sudden. Like but when she, she can't eat because she gags on food all the time. First of all, if that would be like, if you have esophageal issues, you should be seeing a doctor. You could have esophageal cancer and like that actually choking on food constantly is a sign of it. But like, come on, son. This is what you're going to use as to why you don't eat because sometimes you gag on food because you have a small esophagus. <laughs> Chew your food more. Eat it through a straw. I, don't I mean, know. it's just like, it, to me, it's like, okay, that's like, you know, somebody's like, 
you have a drinking problem. Well, it's because I can't eat salad food. So I just drink alcohol for <laughs> calories. You know, it's like, come on. Like, this isn't. We're not stupid, Sutton. Yeah. We're not I did stupid. love that Amory's like, I'm like an anesthesiologist. Like, I have to know the esophagus because I will like intubate people if we put them like out for long. So it was funny to me that she was kind of quickly like when she was talking to Kyle, like, this isn't adding up and I'm in the medical field. No. What is your take on Anne-Marie? I actually really like her as a person. I think, um, you know, I like that she's really competitive. She loves sports. She's a working mom. Um, I I think she's going to be an interesting mix into this group. She's not afraid to say things like her first dinner party to us. This is her first time with the group. Who knows? Sometimes the way they film things and edit, it could be out of order. But she was like quick to be like, so Kyle's not allowed to get fit. Like Kyle's not allowed to like stop drinking because then that implies, you know, her husband's cheating on her. Like, I kind of like that she um, isn't afraid to say those things within the group. I'm curious to see, like, we say this every fucking time. These production companies in terms of vetting people. (laughs) So if you all want to go down a rabbit hole, I'm not going to belabor this, but. Her husband's been accused of rape as of like a rape allegation. There's lots of other things that you can go down. But I just always am like, how does this happen? But that's my note. I'm going into it with thinking like just her Um, and thinking of her as like not knowing about this or that there's things we don't know about it. Now, if it comes out that she had something to do with like hiding things or not helping victims that her husband has possibly raped then like i will have a very different feeling about her but as of now i'm trying to go into it thinking um that she doesn't know all this or that it's i don't know it's hard with that i mean i agree with you though like are we not vetting these people this like popped up in a matter of like her first episode yes i just i don't understand the vetting process it honestly somewhat kind of annoys me casting if you're a former casting director please like get in our dms yeah let us let's talk maybe Like, I just want to understand how that all works. But let's talk about the sisters. So we get an appearance from Kim, good old Kim Richards. She looks good. Kim, Jerry, and Kyle are going out for a hike. Um, And Kim ultimately, like, kind of breaks down when she thinks about the relationships amongst her siblings. It did. I mean, I could totally understand, like, feeling um, really for Kim, for Kyle to feel really emotional and Kim as well. So Kim right now is kind of... and. If you've ever had, like, if you are, I don't know if this happens if you have, like, a brother and a sister with three, but I can tell you coming from three girls, the dynamics will shift. There will be times where it's, like, the oldest and youngest are, like, really close, and the middle is kind of, like, the one that's, like, mad at both of them or mad at one of them, or there'll be two that are mad at each other, and someone's kind of the middle man, like, helping, you know, like, well, I know you feel this way, but can you see this side of it? And so right now it's Kathy and Kyle are in this situation where they're not talking. And Kim's the only one that's communicating with both. And um, so I feel bad for Kim. It's interesting that she's the voice of reason to me because it's just like, you know, the, the journey we've been on with Kim. But for Kyle, I think the hardest part for her would be the fact that not only is she not speaking with Kathy, but it, Paris and Nikki aren't talking to her as well. Paris just had a baby. She hasn't seen it, hasn't been invited to see it. She had to find out about it in the tabloids when the rest of us did. And her daughters, you know, are going to, because she they're like, well, we feel weird seeing him without you. And she's like, no, I want you to still have that relationship. From what we saw from clips of Paris and Love 2, season two, 
um, Pharaoh was with Nikki on FaceTime when Paris like showed Phoenix for the first time. So like Pharaoh was one of the first to find out about it. Um, and maybe she just felt weird telling her mom. I don't know, but I could see that being really hard for yeah. Kyle. And it's like Kim said, life is too short. But I think where Kyle's at is hard. I think Kyle, we're seeing, especially the clarity that she's received from her sobriety, is not taking people's bullshit and not yeah. allowing certain behaviors to be okay. And I think she's let Kathy like walk all over her and get away with so much that I can, Im- I can imagine it's like a hard pill to swallow to like let that go. However, I think like in order to move forward, someone's got to make that step. And I feel like in both sides, one's going to feel you're not going to both no. like Kathy's not going to show up and say all the things that Kyle wants her to say and same with Kyle to Kathy. So just like you got to kind of just meet in the middle. And just say, let's I'll also say, I don't know why this is the way it is. I've talked to other people. Um, There's something with sisters. You just, we don't say we're sorry. You just don't. You just like basically either enough time goes on. One will text the other. One will invite the other to lunch or to event or something. And you'll say like, I'm really glad we, but at the end, you're like, I'm really glad we got to do this. And then you just like, all of a sudden, like, it's weird. I've had situations with my sisters too. And like, we laugh, we'll find these memes that are like, Sisters never apologize. You just one day decide you're going to talk again. And the other's like, yep, I'm good with it too. And I think that's going to kind of be what ends up happening. Because ne- neither one is going to get the sense of like, I, they're not going to get that validation of like, the other person was wrong. Yeah. I was right. So they're going to have to find a way to just go forward. Well, I can't. And it seems like they have. Because when Kathy was on Watch What Happens Live, she was talking about, you got a tattoo with Kyle. Who would have thought? So I, another great episode of Beverly Hills, and we have a thousand reviews. Woo! Thank y'all so, so much. But we, of course, are greedy and want to keep it going. So you haven't done your 2000. No, 2000 now is the new goal. Yeah, of course. Um, Now, if you haven't left us a review, now's your chance. So give us five stars or a written rating. Again, it makes the world's difference. Um, for us, we really appreciate it. it. Keeps us motivated and keep us going. So make it a great day or don't. The choice is yours. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.